1: Welcome to the Double Fist Punch Podcast, the only podcast where we teach you how to fight, sort of. Inefficiently. Yeah, pretty inefficiently, though, you know.
2: I hurt my back this week, so this is oh. harder than normal. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't uh, don't try fighting with an injured back. That's no, not...
2: I mean, that, maybe that's how I injured my back. I shouldn't have been trying to fight somebody in the streets using the double fist punch. Yes, yeah, particularly. I got my ass kicked. Not, yeah, <laughs> don't want to
1: fight Vulcans like that.
2: No, you shouldn't fight a Vulcan anyway when you think about it. Mm. They're like, what are they, three, four times? The yeah, about average, that.
1: Um, maybe if you had a very large metal baseball bat. Yeah.
2: Uh, but anyway. Or if you just take a thing out of the engineering. Oh, that's for uh, beating. That's only yeah. for beating Khan, though. Yeah,
1: These yeah. Khan, you just got to.
2: Unscrew a piece of pipe. Yeah, or send
1: Spock after him.
2: Send <laughs> Spock after him and in the alternate universe. Yeah. Guess, so. All right. All right. So <laughs> everybody knows. Hopefully knows what the hell we were talking about. And do you know what we were talking about? Thank you once again for doing this. So I get to sit here. Yeah. Julian, I appreciate the fact that you do this for us.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we have another a couple good episodes here. Um, one not so good one. Yeah, if we get to it. Um, so the uh, I was actually wrong last week. I said that we were going to be covering um, uh, what are little girls made of, and then. Uh, miri but as it turns out the the star dates or was it the, the air dates no. so
2: it was funny because i looked it up on imdb and you have the order right compared to what it says on imdb but in this book they have these two they have miri and they have um dagger of the mind switched based on the um well this book based on the star dates that are set in the episodes so I never, never really understood how Star' work. Like I've never like done the, mat- the mathematical aspect it. but it's like 27,112,4 is what little girls are made of. Dagger the Mind is 27:15, and then Miri is 27:13. But they have this chronological book. they have "Dagger the Mind" taking place before Miri. But even though Miri aired before Dagger the Mind," so I don't know. Yeah, somebody's um. wrong, I don't know.
1: Yeah, so we we get to cover two good episodes and then a bad episode, yeah. or one and one and one. We'll see know. where we get. But yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, so this is what little girls are made of. That's the first. Uh, <laughs> that's the first episode we're covering today, and there should be. Um, actually, there's a less, uh, less, less uh, detailed um, description on the back of this one, uh, or synopsis, I guess you'd call it. Uh, the Enterprise is assigned to discover what has become of Doctor Roger Corby, the pasture of archaeological medicine. There's there's been no word from him for five years, so I didn't actually remember that he was he that it was medicine that uh, he was studying. Okay. Um. Uh. But uh, we also have some Trek uh, Trek trivia, uh, written by horror master Robert Bloch. Blotch, block or blotch? I don't know. B l o c h. Yeah. Block. Yeah. From That's s- my guess. From Psycho. Oh, really? Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh sh- And then, this is what I was going to bring up earlier. Well, when we were talking uh, outside of the episode, Sherry Jackson was uh, the uh, the well the pretty girl of the day for this episode. Um, Hot android. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Pretty android of the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: she's what <laughs>
1: she's uh she was a child actor okay so like she was actually kind of had some star power before oh okay um before being on this
2: oh she's from make room for daddy okay yeah okay well she grew up a little bit apparently from when i i remember that make room for daddy is that the Danny time no that's not the daytime show Danny daytime show was the daytime show but um okay so she was trying to get back into it it sounds like this was kind of her uh Breakout role is probably a like a twenty or something role. So.
1: Yeah, this,
2: I, she, I this is a good episode. Um, yeah. this is a big Nurse Chapel. This is kind of we've seen Nurse Chapel before this, but this is the first time we really kind of get Nurse Chapel backstory.
1: Yeah, we get uh, Nurse Chapel again, and like for I, we probably mentioned it in an earlier episode, but that's Jean uh, Jean Roddenberry's wife. Yep. So, um. So she gets better as time goes on in terms of her acting. I agree with that. She's yep. very, uh, sorry, there's an ar- alarm going off oh, somewhere. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, there's a there's a there's just a
1: truck beeping probably somewhere. Probably a truck oh. backing up. next fine. door. It's fine. Um, but um, yeah, like her her as Waxana Troy, she was a much better actress. Oh, yeah. Like she gets better as time goes on.
2: I think she's got some pretty good episodes, even as not all the time is she good as Chapel. Sometimes it's very corny, um, but I think this one's a good episode. I think like you know she has a couple really good moments in this episode, and I and I like the again I've been watching Strange New Worlds, and they uh, Nurse Chapel was on Strange New Worlds, and they kind of ex- they talk about Doctor Corby on that she hasn't met Doctor Corby yet, but she wants to go work with Doctor Corby. Uh, on Strange New World so it's mm-hmm. kind of funny that and there's obviously more I don't want to spoil any Strange New World stuff but there is definitely um, stuff that they're trying to establish which they know what happens in this episode as well as some other episodes that are coming in on the original series so um, uh, you know Ro- the guy plays Roger Corby I forget the actor's name he's quite a well-known television actor of the time he was in a lot of westerns I always seemed like I'd flip channels and I would see him in the old tv show so this guy's a pretty established actor and um, one of my favorite characters is doesn't last very long.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is uh, the big robot guy Rock? Rock, or who is Rook? also Rock is from. Rook. He is all. He was the guy who always played the big tall guy mm-hmm. in the movies. But he is Lurch from the Adams Family.
1: Isn't he also um, the Gorn as well? When we get to him.
2: Um, he might have been. I'm not sure yeah. he was in the he costume. He is
1: ridiculously strong. Like just the actor. <laughs> yeah. Like they, I don't think they really used a any sort of a, a pulley system or something. I think he just grabbed William. I know he definitely just picked up William Shatner
2: and threw him around a couple <laughs> times on that. And. um I mean, he's a big dude. I mean, yeah. and I, he was—he was obviously in some other stuff too. But obviously, people, you know, I always like the old ones, and it was the same way that he would say, like, you know, like when yes, Mister Adams, and you know when he yeah. he'd roll his yeah. eyes and stuff <laughs> on uh, on the Adams Family, which was another show that was on around this time, you know, comedy.
1: So. Yeah, he, he's got a really fun accent, yep. or I don't know if you'd even call it an accent. He's just got this like. Long ago, yeah, right. we were, that's, yeah, I, <laughs> that's the equation,
2: you know, oh. cancels out programming, and it's funny, like, I think that's the only way he ever talked, because like, like I said, he sounded like that when he was on, uh, when he was on, uh, on, uh, how'd they spell it, I'm looking it up, um, I wonder if he's just R-O-K,
1: it might be, it definitely started, it definitely started with an R, huh. Might not even be in that book. It, he's just such a minor character.
2: I can't believe they would have left um, Rock out. I don't know.
1: But uh, I think I think he was I think he voiced the Gorn too. If if he did play he him, might I think have. he might yeah. Because like he just got like Captain. He like br- brought some gravel into it. Uh, but um, this is a fun but, episode yeah.
2: because like the concept is again I think the 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 the, the is you know genetic. You know, like that idea of genetic engineering, which was very popular in the 60s, which was a big concern. Um, yeah, like You know, that. like living forever and like that obsession with it prolonging life, which was a lot. There's a lot of episodes in Star Trek that seem to, even Miri, when we get to it, kind of has that nod to it. Um, I, I feel like that, that that was obviously, that was, a, I don't remember because I'm not that old, but I, I don't, I do know that in the 60s, this concept of scientific experimentation genetic cloning all this stuff was stuff that a lot of people were concerned of at the time that, that's what science was doing
1: yeah this uh eugenics yeah. would have been still not not that like this is exactly eugenics but like that sort of thing that was yep. still kind of widely talked about at the time yeah um but like i d- i thought the actors in this played their parts perfectly yeah. like it's you see it like right at the beginning right the the guy Security officer man, whatever his right. name is, he falls, and that that's hilarious. By the way, he's just uh yeah,
2: like, Could you just sick. say? Imagine the guy in the, in the in the in the in the in the when they do the redubbing room, whatever they call that, and he's like, "All right, all right, Dave, or whatever your, your name is, just fall for a really long time. How long can you go? Ah, uh, or did they loop it? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, it was that full. long enough? do it again and longer my god i my throat hurts i'm just like yeah, they, you're falling to your death that's your motivation yeah, they, they
1: dropped him to the center of the planet yes. because he was he was, he was falling going for a while and it's
2: and there's and he's not bouncing off any walls by the way it's <laughs> no. like it's just it it's the hole's like this but it opens yeah. up like middle earth like it just falls yeah. and there's just like there's nothing to, hitch. Yeah, to hitting, catch Just catch you know just they hit a bounce off of you know, like he's done. He just—he's he, still falling. Just yeah. to this day, the guy's—he's he, been falling.
1: He—he he passed Gandalf on the way down.
2: <laughs> he's like, hey, well, hey, what's up? Oh, wow, look, my car keys. Yeah, Then
1: we—we we immediately get Rook at this point because yeah. he's just kind of in the corner, just sneaking around, like. And you're just like, okay, so it's, the, it's that kinda guy. Kind of one of these. Yeah, he's just—he's just like—he's yeah. just like. He's like—he's like, mm.
2: like the rock the actor he's got the big f- the eyebrow going up with the big eyes so.
1: yeah, like um so so this is where you get the the first characterization of these androids with um whatever his name he gets shot pretty early on yeah, so the, it doesn't really assistant. matter um yeah who doesn't
2: recognize her right away yeah there's and then he has to like it's like like it's kind of funny like don't you oh hello christine like you know like right away yeah it's
1: interesting it's, Christine. it's yeah. that moment the fact that he didn't recognize her and the fact that he did not give a single crap about the death of that guy right he's like i uh, no, he's dead yep no Bo- point that's looking. bottomless
2: <laughs> and i do feel like that was kind of like in this episode kirk's kind of like well that seems kind of like something's not right here like he senses right off the bat he's yeah. he's it is Roger Corby, so, like, there is that – everybody knows what the guy is, and he's a big th- big star and all that stuff. But at the same time, I think that um, Kirk is, up, is nervous about this mm-hmm. because there's no way they should have, should still be alive in their minds.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't remember what the accident was exactly. And like, I know, I know, like, he – Oh,
2: how come they were there? Yeah. Um, I think, like – well, I mean, I think they just got – stuck there and they froze they were supposed to freeze to death oh like i just that's what i think it was no yeah. one had heard from them or something and that people just assume that they died like kind of like like yeah. early explorers of or com, you know immigrants to the united states like just yeah. <laughs> like
1: actually raises an interesting question to me so obviously we find out via you know just because this uh picture here you know right. he's showing his android hand um we find out that Dr. Corby is actually an android, um, or what, they call them androids in the show, they call right?
2: them They call them androids, and yeah. the idea is that, that they... But he is not just making copies. Mm-hmm. Making copies, that he can transfer your consciousness. His goal is to transfer the people's consciousness and memories into the android, essentially making the copy... Um, essentially taking over the original. So the original doesn't matter anymore because you're transferred everything to the android so it's not like this is roger corby at any point this is a copy of roger corby um that he thinks is good enough like that's close enough and that's obviously the 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 concept it's like well wait a second like just because it has captain kirk's memories and experiences and looks like him, it's not captain
0: kirk don't we figure out that he's an android like towards the end it's of pretty the late yeah, though that's, it's it's, 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 it's like late. it's
1: like right before he dies right yeah, he, he yeah. slaps his hand or something skins himself he just goes he well just kirk goes.
2: kirk kind of tries to get away and, and yeah. you know kirk you know kirk's concept here is kind of funny like because very early on they they make a copy of him yeah like it's pretty damn quick when you think mm-hmm. about it
1: yeah and again the the for that section the fact that we've up everything and everything's right. in hd really kind of worked against that sequence a little bit yeah um because we could we get Kirk spin by, and then the stunt double spin by. Right. Oh, <laughs> and, the spinning thing. Yeah.
0: That, that, that that spinning thing that lasts, like, a whole five minutes. Yeah, it's a lot it's of spinning. It's literally spin. just five minutes of him spinning and Christine going, Oh! <gasps>
2: <laughs> i'm wondering like sometimes when you're making these shows like you know back then they're like okay the show's got to be whatever number of minutes it was back then and they're like uh like what shot can we hold yeah, and we repeat need, over, we're and like over like 23 going. seconds short let's just have them spin long. let's just add 23 <laughs> like seconds of spinning. spinning five minutes of spinning just to kind of um so
1: like yeah we don't have 25 minutes of ads yet right. so we need to fill that time
2: somewhere so i'm wondering like yeah so that was kind of thinking about that and and I, and I like the fact that he creates the attitude, like that it's it's that yeah, he's he, a very
1: arrogant, android.
2: Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah, like he's like he's like my room is Mister Spock, you know. I'm saying you're at Vulcan interference, Mister Spock. Like he he hears them when they're about to do the final mm-hmm. synapsis process or whatever it is. So he so Kirk acts like a jerk basically. So somehow that will tip off Spock, like Spock will. He hopes that Spock will notice that there's something wrong.
1: Oh, I actually missed that, read. I yeah. just thought, like, when they were just digging into his brain that, like, that came out for some reason. Because
2: thought, when he, when Spock, because Kirk goes, the, the fake Kirk or the, the android Kirk goes back to the ship and he's in his quarters. Oh, yeah. And he's able to do, 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 get his, like, his uh, flight plan or their missions out, which is a weird kind of thing, but whatever. So he gets them out and, and Spock's like, oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, we're going to beam all this stuff up. And he's like, we are, like, and he's like, mind your own business, Spock, and then. Spock? I forget what he says,
0: but he insults him yeah. some stupid. Like he's
2: insult. like,
1: you half breed interference." Yeah, like, and
2: that's just not something. So that's yeah. for whatever reason, makes I, Spock nervous.
0: <laughs> Spock just kind of goes.
2: At least he didn't try to hit uh, him with a table. Okay. Like yeah. the last time he did that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <Jesus>. yeah, Spock. <laughs> yeah Spock
1: definitely t- that tipped Spock off. Yes. Uh, immediately. Um. But I actually have a question. Like, how do you think it ha- Corby happened? Because like he said he was like on the verge of death. And I, I thought at first that Rock grabbed him and, like, put him in the Android machine and made a copy of him. But then, like, dialogue states that Corby programmed Rock, or at least reprogrammed him. So I'm curious what happened first, you know?
2: I'm, I think that the Android reprogrammed Rock. Mm. Not the original Corby. Really, Corby died. Mm. They copied him, and then he probably just died. He mm-hmm. was, he was too far gone He lost his loose of his legs and everything. So they transferred his consciousness and then the original Corby just died. And this one just said, well, I'm Corby now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm even better. And, um, I'm going to, now I'm going to get rocks. So we can do even more of this so we can focus on the conscious transferring and all that stuff like, or it's just poorly written. yeah yeah, like um, i don't think he got better i don't think they had i don't think they had the ability like oh your legs are fine now i think they like he if he would have had more time to explain um, kirk's able to corrupt these androids pretty damn quickly uh, and that used to bother me but then i thought about it none of these androids had actually met any humans before. Because there were no humans there. They were all androids. They were all just androids walking around pretending to be humans. And then when they actually meet humans for the first time, they're very easily, like, screwed up.
1: Yeah, they're... Which
2: just shows, if you're an android, stay away from us humans, because we'll make you kill each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he
0: meets... um I can't even remember her name. Andrea? Yeah, he meets Andrea, like, really quickly. And he's like, hey...
2: How you doing?
0: How you doing? And she's like,
1: oh. Well, she
2: doesn't
0: do she, that. She she's just kind of kinda like, like, I think. Immediately, he, like, falls. No, not right him. away. Because
2: no. so they do the whole thing, kiss him, strike him stuff. Oh, her. that's yeah.
0: right. That's right. So they did And do, then yeah, she gets confused
2: by the thing because, like, then Kirk decides, I'm going to play this up. Kind of figuring that it would eventually just call, I don't think he realizes that, that she'd kill the other Kirk android. Yeah. But I think he's like he understands he's messing with them because he tries to mess with Rock. He's trying yeah. to get underneath their programming to see how loyal they are, and he, you know. So apparently the androids are not that good. Like they're really kind of yeah, easily
1: manipulated. D- data, these robots are not. No, um, are, like right, very emotional. Right. Um. Yeah. I was the reveal. Like, did either of you two? Were you surprised by the reveal that Andrea was an uh, android? I, like, I, they're like they're like she's an android. I'm like. Duh, look, Well, I always assume Andrew was an android? I don't yeah.
2: rem- I assumed Andrew was an android all along and that he had made like a, a pretty assistant cuz he could. Yeah. And he was just living on a on a snow planet, you know, like so he's like I'm going to make myself something little little eye candy. Yeah. Um, but um I I don't remember if I was surprised when I realized that Corby was an android. I don't remember because I've seen this. I mean, I'm like... Mm -hmm. I was so (laughs) little, I don't remember. I mean, at some point, I'm assuming I never assumed that Corby was an android until it happens. I feel like... like,
0: I feel that... um... Think, did you
2: think that he – did you realize he was an android? I didn't realize
0: he was an android, but right. she was pretty obvious. I right. mean, I guess I didn't realize at first. I, did, I I probably didn't realize it as at first because they weren't talking about androids immediately. And right. then as soon as they were like, yeah, robots, and then Ch- Christine was like, who's your pretty assistant? I was like, oh, yeah, she's a robot. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Well, they And they, like, they addressed
2: like, that relatively quickly.
0: Yeah, so, like, up until they start talking about robots, I was like, hmm, and then, you know. You yeah. know what
2: scene that I do remember falling for was the scene when Kirk comes back in, and he has the conversation with Chapel and he says, you know, if I give you an order to betray him, would you? And she says, please don't, please don't give, mm-hmm. give me that order. And she's like, you should eat something. And he's like, androids, don't eat. I remember oh, yeah, watching that. that episode, and are like, oh, like, this, this, the android's pretty damn good. Like, he... He did a, you know, like like it's it's well done. And even when Corey walks in, he says, "Oh, even as your sense of humor." Like like it it they 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 have a pretty good process that they've developed.
1: Yeah, the the Kirk droid is like it. Excuse me, it's as arrogant as Kirk is. Well, not arrogant, but like not. I, I, no, you know what? I'd say it's a little bit of arrogance. I I think right. like it's just like. Because the engagement between the two is just funny. Because right. it's like, I don't have that particular weakness, sir. Right. Yeah, just the. Yeah, way they have that nice
2: little interaction. Yeah. The two Kirks there with the split screen, which is kind of fun. And one thing I remember learning in this episode is that when you make furniture, don't use rope to, uh, to keep the legs tied together because someone's going to untie it and choke you with it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah also, <laughs> like, how convenient was it? There just happened to be that one piece of loose rope. That he was able to feel that he could get.
1: Also Corby's uh <laughs> Corby's commitment to the bit. He didn't he let himself be choked even though that yeah, shouldn't like, have worked a, on him. <laughs> well I'm assuming
2: <laughs> like I guess it has doesn't really breathe though, does it?
1: Yeah, like, I know it copies, like, but the fact that it had all this circuitry tells me that it's not actually, it's not like, a bio-Android, like an alien, you know?
2: I do like that the Next Generation, that they dressed all that crap with next, with Data, that, like, it does breathe. Yeah. That it has a breathing system, mm-hmm. and that's how it it maintains its its cooling. Hmm. So it breathes the same reason, like, you know, dogs pant. Like, I always, they did the smart thing with, with Data, that there are, like, that not only did he just make something that looks human, he wanted to. He wanted the organs to kind of do similar things mm-hmm. that humans do. So, like, he has a breathing system, which is he uses for like cooling and and keep maintaining temperature control of his body. He doesn't need to use it. That's why he can go yeah. in the water and stuff. I always thought that was cool. And then he actually has fluids that go through his system like a circulatory system.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he mentions that in uh, one of the episodes that he drinks. Uh, Lubricant, which is then put into his body. Right. Um, but he
2: can eat food and, and experience the taste of it and stuff like that. So, like, where these androids are just kind of, like, they're just very robotic. They're robots that have, like, skin, basically. Yeah,
1: so. what, what do we th- what do we think about the concept of spinning a table to make clay into androids?
2: <laughs> well, if you spin it long enough and fast enough. If you
0: spin it for a whopping... Five minutes of screen time it's a terrible yeah, it's it, there's some
2: there's stuff like that that just like oh god this did not age well at all yeah. it's just like you know I, I assume it's it's I assume I mean we cer- have cool things like transporters. Yeah. why did they just have like a transporter thing yeah. oh that yeah was just, like why did they have something that was just like a transporter effect
1: yeah just beam them into a the machine beam two of them out yeah. or something uh, I, I assume all this
2: put a fog machine in there and be good with it I mean that's all they do yeah. with like uh you know cap in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. they you know, <laughs> could I, close a door, and then he opened the door up, and he's got muscles. Yeah. And just let some steam loose and some, put some sweat on him, yeah. and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And the positioning of the thing was just perfect to cover his stuff. So we didn't see any Captain um, Girk little bits. You know. We did see <laughs> fabric
1: of his underwear. Oh, did did, like, I,
2: did, I guess I didn't, know, I didn't watch it in that. I was just watching yeah. it on my phone. We, so. get, we get
1: a little little snippet of enough light getting in. So there are, there that. is
2: underwear in the future. That's yes. been confirmed. So that's yes. good. Yes, he to is
1: know. not completely naked so. in that scene.
2: Um, no, I like this episode. I do like the must 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 love you, you know, yeah. um stuff. Um, what do you think of Corby realizing that he's made a terrible mistake as an android and he kills himself and the girl? What do you think of the ending?
1: I I like that ending to be honest. Like it's like he's like It's just a really cool scene where he's just like, I can prove it. Ask me to ask me any equation. Well, if I could just compute, uh, uh, memorize, you know, he's just like calling out. It's process. It's like
2: he's computer man. And he realized he has that he's not Corby and that he's not human and that the best thing he can do is kind of end this experiment. So it's kind of neat. Well, like, what else you gonna do with them? Have you know, them go work at the mall? What do you I mean? No, what are they gonna? No, 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 no.
0: You know? I just think like, uh, specifically the line he's talking.
2: The line he. Oh my god, my mic's not Oh, that, that, yeah, there yeah, is that my like mic compute. Isn't even up. But uh, that, that. Wait, just it. Uh, Calculus, he just <laughs> compute. <laughs> just says, you know, like,
0: and he, do- and again, yeah. and again, it's protractor. Like, it's another one. <laughs> it's another one of those things that just lasts a little too long. I mean, it does last a little too long. But- he does it for like two minutes, and then right. he goes, "Fuck, fine, you got me." <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, well, it wasn't like a "you got me" moment. He, he got himself. Really, is what I got from that. Like, he's just like, oh. You know, it's like when you just right. have this profound realization about how pathetic you are or something like um, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but, well, this sucks. Yeah. Um, um, and then they, they have the scene at the end where it's like, well, she's decided to stay with the ship and all that stuff. And that's how they keep her on the Enterprise.
0: Like, well, I mean, what, wh- where would she have gone? Like, uh, what, what, uh, what would she have? Yeah. I mean, he's dead now. So, like, if he yeah. was real, well, I mean, I. Well, she might get have been it.
2: felt it was too hard to do this. I don't know. Like, oh, they. Uh, I mean, they established at that point that she was going to be a recurring character, I guess, yeah. is the point, which is. She's kind like, of let like, me
0: let me stay on know. this deserted planet yeah. where my. Besides, God, I got the Hot box anyway. Oh.
2: He's a better looking dude. And he, he she does like the guys that are kind of like. A little off humanoid. human eye well they're ideas.
0: they're leaning into that in in uh strange new worlds too yeah. already like we're only a couple yeah. episodes in and they're kind of getting into the um and
2: that's why i said this episode ties into a lot of that history right it, um, as you'll see as you get to it and also um um like uh, I, spock's interactions with chapel are kind of neat he's like you're a right nurse you know like he he kind of is concerned for her mm-hmm. um and he kind of, you know, they kind of, I think even in the show, you do feel like Spock recognizes that, um, that not necessarily this episode, but across the series, that Spock does have some type of Vulcan human feelings for her.
0: Right. Well, and the, we were just we just watched the episode where uh, him and to switch bodies Right, in which Strange is, a, New World. Which is
2: just a frigging amazing episode. It's So well done. <laughs> Especially but... the fact that they use the music when he's fighting himself. Like and I'm like, Yes.
0: <laughs> but I love thank the... you, you
2: people understand Star uh, Trek. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't whoever this guy is that's doing Strange New Worlds, like he's the Dave Filoni of Star Trek in my <laughs> mind. Like this guy is my fucking hero and I'm like, thank you. Thank you, this is all we needed. This is a guy I liked the show. <laughs> it's all I wanted.
0: Yeah, but they, yeah. like, towards the end, she, uh Chapel and and Tapring actually do sit down and have a conversation after right. they switch back. Right. And she's talking about her feelings, and she's very, very, very obviously leaning into the idea. She's like, um, yeah, I have... No, it wasn't. Oh no. it was the. It was, it was the. It was the girl with Mike haircut. Yeah, <laughs> whatever her
2: name right. is. Um, right, Tor- uh, uh, Ortegas. Uh, Ortegas. Ortegas, yeah. who's and, a, who's a great character on that show. Oh yeah, like I mean that's really good. And the actress, the actress they got playing friggin' to T- I mean, like yeah. that girl looks like the actress from the original series, like TV show. Like they leaned into it. Did you notice who who in that one? those one of the episodes when we see Topring? I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but did you see who, who her co-worker is? Um. She, her coworker appears is a on guy. the, the
1: screen. Oh,
2: for a very brief second, she's has she's on. She communicates with Spock. She's doing. Maybe you haven't seen this episode yet. 'Cause we see to a bunch of time.
0: In uh Stranger, on, New on World? Stranger Worlds. Yeah, no, we're And out she's there.
2: working with a guy named Stun. So <laughs> we see Stun too. Like my brother Tom was watching the show and he called me up. He's like, I saw the guy in the background. He's like, We found an actor looks like Stun too. Like their their casting is really good. They're finding people that, that you can believe are playing the characters they're playing. Visually, not just, just characters. We were talking the
0: other day. The guy that, <laughs> the guy that they got to play Spock, Ethan Peck, is just shredded. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. Like he's got these monster pecs in this yeah. tiny little shirt. Oh my god! It's I so like Ethan funny. Peck a lot.
2: I actually, to be honest, at this point, now that I think the story and the writing is so much better, I like Peck more than I like Zachary Quinto. And I was super happy with Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto movies. is great, but I think Peck's better. I, I mean, I just think Peck's yeah. has got even and in and I mean, I like. Don't get me wrong. I think quinto's really good, and I love that he had that relationship with Leonard Nimoy and. I like guess, like, he thought of him as family, and I love all of that. But in terms of just raw performance, of who makes me feel like I'm seeing more of what's. I mean, obviously, we only got Quinto in three movies versus, you know, Peck, who we're getting in multiple story arcs. But I just think that they just did a great job with Peck. I think mm-hmm. Peck's really done a great job to develop the character. Because he does a lot of Nimoy esque things like, that are more than just surface level limitations. Yeah, you
1: know? I, I really think. Think that like I I think Zachary Quintos can be explained away because like he's an emotionally damaged Spock. Like even though they're you know Vulcans aren't supposed to be emotionally da- well they're not supposed to be, but in universe they really can be emotionally yes. damaged though. Yeah. Um. But so I think it makes sense in that context at least. Like sure. It, You know, it's it's Yeah, he lost
2: his mom die, he lost his whole planet die. So yeah, we definitely have lost the whole uh,
1: damn planet. Yeah,
2: like you know, like that's you know, that's one of those things. My wife took the whole damn planet (laughs) in a divorce.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's quite the divorce. That's (laughs) that's
2: that's a bad you what what did you do? What did you do that you lost that? And (laughs) and why is marriage such divorce proceeding so bad in the twenty third century? How is it (laughs) we haven't gotten the common law yet? Jeez, what the heck?
1: But speaking of uh, actors that or characters coming in, um, Sam was mentioned. Yes. I didn't even like. I thought I genuinely thought I I had thought that Sam was mentioned in the episode where he dies. Basically, like, oh, Kirk has a brother. His name is Sam. He's dead. Um, no, they do get
2: one thing wrong. He mentions his sons.
1: Oh yeah, he's got three, which I think. And we only only see
2: one one on the other episodes. Maybe they're
1: yeah during so we get Bible
2: camp or something during that episode so they, <laughs> yeah they're they didn't get attacked by the
1: or maybe they're old enough to be yeah, they, like maybe they're in planet. the academy we don't know um okay so oh cool. the the t- <laughs> the death of robo kirk was just hilarious yeah he's just like she's like kiss she's like, that is illogical that
2: is illogical
1: and then she just kills him <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's this again. Never (laughs) don't don't date an android because they will just kill you if you don't give them affection.
1: Yeah, I I'm curious. Like, did did he just based on what we know about how they create the androids? Was there like a dead body or something that he took and like put in the machine? And no,
2: it's 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 um. My assumption is that the terrible clay thing has all the wires and everything inside of it already. Everything's inside of it, and basically the spitting is just the duplication of the mm. body look, the hair and the, the mm. skin. And so and then the brain's already in there, and they're just transferring. Like, it, you wouldn't just think there'd just be, like, a wire type of yeah. thing where they would just <laughs> connect the wire like, like they do in, like, a, you know— one of those old, like, stupid uh, horror movies.
1: Well, that's expensive, though. Yeah, like a
2: hat. <laughs> a hat with, you know, like a yeah. colander. Like, usually they just put a colander and stick some nails stick through it and put wires some wires on it. it and that's how they transfer stuff. Yeah. But um, Light beams. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, I yeah, I, I always assume that they just have, like, a room where they have, like, the empty bodies, like, the, mm. the empty, like, husks or whatever. And they're, like, different sizes. Well, this guy's, like, you know, six foot Get one from the six-one shelf. There's yeah. like an inventory of just like bodies that they're gonna use. Yeah, or, or he's know?
1: an accomplished sculptor and he made her himself. Yeah. Um,
2: the artistry of the. Yeah. Any penis. other th- any yeah, other I, thoughts on a, uh, I like what? I this episode joke? a lot. I mean, that's, it's a good one. There's the there's the meme of Kirk Hogan, the stalagmite. Uh, I, oh, like I
1: completely forgot about the, <laughs> the penis mite. Yeah. The yeah. penis might <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of memes about the kirk you know it's it's you know. It, it, like they had to have known like they, did, yeah there's like
2: they, there's a there's a prop guy that's like did, did they look at that thing and they're
1: like oh this this looks like what a rock would look like and not like, like a g- enormous like, <laughs> it's
2: it's it's the caves and the, the, the it's funny the you know the textured walls like we yeah. see these <laughs> so many times on these shows i mean obviously we understand the That we're making fun of it because they had to reuse things. There wasn't new budgets for every that building new sets for a single episode. So,
0: I love that the the cave sets and stuff. They just kind of look like like a glow in the dark mini golf course. You ever been to like one of those mini golf things? They just put like a bunch of different colored lights on them, and it's all the but the floors
2: are always fine. The floors are polished. The floors are always like perfect. (laughs) We can't do walls and ceilings. We can only do and we can make. Totally ridiculous shaped doors. Just because in the future, I do expect if I make it into like if I somehow could get cloned and turn to an android, I'm hoping that the doors really do evolve into these bizarre shaped doors in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Instead like, of just a simple rectangle, let's have it like a hexagon. Yeah. Why? Why can't a door be a hexagon? Well, wait a
0: sec. The outside of the door will be a hexagon, <laughs> but it will just be two regular doors <laughs> right, that will really split right 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 open, open. <laughs> and there will and be yeah, two guys standing there just and pull living them your apart. House <laughs> that, that you know, like, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I, I love that that's still how it works. <laughs> to this day, there's still stage hands that they have not eliminated, you know, AI, no robotics. There's just two guys, that, or maybe a guy and a girl, maybe, that get the work to be the door-opening <laughs> guys. Like, what did you do on Star Trek next, On you know, in Star Trek uh, Strange Worlds? I'm the door guy. Yeah. I'm a, is that a Every- great Every time a door opens, that's me. That's me, and nobody—he's the best door guy in the business. There's one guy I gotta have. Larry, (laughs) Larry, don't bring Kevin in; he's terrible. I want Larry opening my door. Dude,
0: Larry has never failed at opening the door on cue. No,
2: exactly
0: twenty-three
1: microseconds. Yes.
2: All right.
0: So we are now moving
1: on
2: to Dagger the Mind. I like dagger of the mind. I forgot how much I like this oh, no. oh, I just crashed the Enterprise. Oh jeez. Just crashed the Enterprise. I broke their little ships. Historically accurate, as they saying. Say
1: um, um, but um Dagger of the Mind. It's uh it, it's pretty good. It, do we have a synopsis for yeah, it? It's getting out of here. Um, oh, here yeah, we are. So, the Enterprise on a resupply mission to Tantalus 5 penal colony accidentally takes on an an inmate attempting to escape. The inmate is later discovered to be Dr. Simon Van Gelder, Associate Director of the Rehab Colony. Invis- Not
2: Horace Vandergelder from Hello yeah.
1: Doubt. <laughs> um, investigation by Kirk and psychiatrist Helen Noel reveals Van Gelder to be suffering from adverse effects of an experimental neural ne- neutralizing device developed by, a col- by colony director Dr. Tristan Adams. The device intended for treatment of violent patients had induced temporary mental disorders in Van Gelder. The the, the device is destroyed and Van Gelder is apparently promoted <laughs> to colony director. Dr Adams is reported to have died as a result of overexposure to the neural neutralizer. Um, that was a comprehensive su- summary.
2: There's a lot in these <laughs> First of all we've already realized in the first in many of the episodes that if you are a successful doctor Uh, research person in the future Mm. you're probably gonna just go insane and end up getting killed because we've already had we had you know we had what we had what's his face from the cage yeah (laughs) you know um um, uh, leonard yeah leonard's leonard's girlfriend's (laughs) new husband (laughs) that guy um he fell in love with the salt monster uh we had the last episode we had a guy die and you know basically kill himself with androids yep. and now we got a, a guy that's got you know a spinny light and you know he's kind of you know sick on his own power yeah There's I, a lot a lot of comments about like the, the medical community on this show i never caught
1: it y- yeah it's it's a bad career to be a scientist <laughs> in star trek uh, well you just th- turn
2: into a jerk yeah you either turn <laughs>
1: into a jerk or you die horribly um
2: <laughs> or both
1: yeah or both uh which uh uh mr what what is his name i've already forgotten his name from uh what little girls are made of
2: oh the, dr corby yeah dr yeah. corby
1: experienced death twice um
2: yeah right exactly <laughs> dr adams is not much of a good i remember dr adams he was on uh, he's been in everything that guy's been in a bunch of stuff but i remember he was like the he was on like uh barney miller when mm-hmm. i was a kid too he was like a reoccurring character in barney miller yes um uh i like this episode because we get the very first um vulcan mind meld
1: yeah yeah we get the mind meld um it, he does and they it. build
2: they build a lot of lore into it too like mm-hmm. right away right yeah
1: he's just like this is very personal like, for yeah. my people you know this is a deep emotional connection It's not a party trick to yeah. him
2: which is cool i like that they they take their time for the first one really making it into something cool you gotta imagine if you're like you know, you're watching Star Trek for the first time and you got this cool guy and everything and he's got the Vulcan neck pinch. Now he's got the Vulcan mind meld, and it's like, wow, this guy's got some cool lords, some cool universe building for this character, which is cool. Good stuff. And he's and he doesn't really it's not like, Yeah, I'll just do it. Like it there's there's like to me he there's some moral and uh yeah. whatever like technical reasons why he's nervous about doing it.
1: Yeah, it it um it's shown to connect him a little, like he he doesn't get as like bad as he does in, when sometimes he does a mind meld. Right. Um. But you do see that like the emotions that are flooding into him kind of affect him a little bit. Right. Uh, while he's in the mind meld, um, it would still be a little while before we get the the exact finger placement for the mind meld because yeah. it's just kind of like yeah he's, he's just, just it's, a gonna gonna like this, it's a little bit different. It's a
2: little bit different in this one. Um, yeah
1: but uh yeah you can actually see it in the I would f-
2: guess like, yeah I would guess that like Leonard Nimoy like almost probably said we should do it differently because it seems like he was really into this stuff and he came up with so much of what they do so I wouldn't be surprised but he talks about like that it is it it makes medical changes to the subject mm-hmm. like I like that it's not just like woo it's the force it's like it's a it's an actual like a, there's a biological reason that it works
1: yeah they um they they address that in uh, the next generation too, like that it's really a two way street, like right. because Ciroc, uh
2: Sarek and Picard. C- yeah, Sarek yep.
1: and uh, Picard do a mind meld in order for Picard to utilize his um, right his willpower basically to hold Ciroc together, um, which is just a horrible experience for Picard.
2: Right. Well, um, yeah, because then he ends up. He, Essentially, what uh, um, experienced the symptoms of the disease that Sarah mm-hmm. has, and then you guys already mentioned the episode where you know Vulcan mind meld goes wrong, yeah. you know, type of thing.
1: There's a couple of those, yeah, <laughs> you know, like,
2: um, so I mean, it's a cool that it's like it's again, I you know, that's one thing you have to preach about the original series about where this stuff came from. Um, you know, I, I think the one of the reasons why it works is the actor who plays um, Van Gelder. Really helps sell it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I think I think one of the things you'll notice, like whenever they like the first time that um, like when Kirk gets the Vulcan neck pinch mm-hmm. in in Enemy Within, it's like they do like yeah. the actors have to sell it. Like it's yeah. just this isn't good enough. Like you know they they have to. So I think this actor, um, you know, he's re- obviously he's very 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 intense and stuff, and I like that that it works pretty well.
1: Yeah, he was like. I think it says it in, like, the, um, the apocryphal, the apocryphy on uh, uh, Memory Alpha, but, like, the actor that played Van Gelding had to rest for, like, four days after he did that. Because you could see it, like, while he was, like, when he was pretending, right. like, the, the mental blocks are right. causing him pain. Right. Like, you could see him, like, forcing blood into his face. Oh, like, wow. his face gets visibly redder. When he's doing it, and like you see all his veins bulging out, he was because yeah,
2: like, no, he had to like pretend that it was causing him excruciating pain um to do to to try to answer the questions and try to say what he wanted to say. And I like the sec after like when Kirk and uh, Doctor noel or whatever name is p- plan to stay the night because Kirk starts to sense there's something going, and he doesn't really believe like wh- why is how did the scientists get like onto my sh- like this whole thing and what happened to him? How did he go mad? on a planet that is known for their treatment of people with mental illness. Like, mm-hmm. so he started and he doesn't, he's kind of like, you know, with the nurse, that the nurse, the doctor, the, she's just she's just so impressed with the guy. And she's like, he's like, no, there's something more to this. Like, and, and, and even McCoy, like I- at first he doesn't necessarily feel that way, but he trusts McCoy's judgment because McCoy thinks it's off. Mm-hmm. And Spock does too. Cause originally Kirk is almost the same way. Like, Come on, it's that guy. He's famous. He's really good at this. I'd like, you know, and and then they're like, there's something that's not right about this. Like it just doesn't seem right. So I like that that you know he trusts his staff, so to speak. And then he goes down there. And then when Van Gelder's like, no, don't let them, don't let them. The line's terrible though. Like he will destroy them with with death. <laughs> <I'm>
1: like,
2: what? <laughs> destroy them with death that's it oh okay well that's not like that's totally not crazy right there but um i like i do like i do like that um i think the act i think the actor's really good he's like don't oh, no, no hypo no hypo um and he's trying to like he's trying to tell them like i know it's pretty cool like i think it's a i think it's you know pretty good storytelling
1: yeah i think we get to like some like look at we we actually get a hint that he is under the effect of the neuralizer before like we actually get his biography I think if i remember correctly right. the order of events was we see him like you know struggling to get certain words out like his name and right. you know what he was doing and then on the the planet we see the ne- neuralizer for the first time and you know they 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 use it for a bit and then kirk walks out and then the guys immediately just like you will forget everything you heard even trying to remember will cause you physical pain right and then you if if you're like thinking about it you can kind of put the two and two together that yeah this um this this guy on the ship who we don't actually know who he is for sure yet is experiencing symptoms similar to what right um this uh tech induced onto this person right um like i'm i'm curious about the motivations for all of this it seems like uh dr adams dr adams was um really interested in just creating like just as a healer he had this you know um this reputation already uh because like you know he he had reformed the the penal system right, right. and which by the way the fact that it took like until now to you know turn right. the penal system from a place of punishment to right. a place of uh yeah that's a little <laughs> dated obviously yeah you know. <laughs> like wow uh 20 2100 before that happens huh right. or 2200 wow <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it's, it's not not a lot of progress a lot of apparently not a lot of r&d going yeah. on in uh <laughs> yeah. in that part of medical research
1: yeah, but, uh, I mean, for the I time... Think,
2: I think that the way I have always read Adams is that he I don't think he's necessarily evil, but he's a phrase about being exposed as being a fraud or whatever. So, because obviously Van Gelder comes in and Gelder's like, this is wrong. You can't be just, mm-hmm. like, doing this shit. So, like, well, then I'm going to stop you. And then, so then Van Gelder gets away. Now Kirk wants to come down. So he—he he, now he's all in. So mm-hmm. now he has to do this because he has to convince Kirk to just leave, I think his goal was to just get Kirk and then eventually the other doctor to just um, put plant in their head. that mm-hmm. Van Gelder just beam them back down and you guys go off in your merry way and forget all about it? I think that was his plan, so he could continue what he's doing. But obviously, that goes amok.
1: Yeah, so. it it seemed like his motivation was just like, like because he, he's he's already got this great reputation. <clears throat> It seems like he just enjoyed having a little kingdom all to himself down sure. there. Yeah. It is very like.
2: Yeah, it's his hubris. Yeah, you know, I like.
1: I, I assume that's not the way the rest of those facilities are run. Like, I assume the the rest of the facilities he helped set up genuinely are doing. I think he gets to things. this
2: planet and he develops this device, and it, it yeah. kind of goes to his head, like a, you know, like too much. And I feel like everybody in that place was like treated to just follow his orders, because like at the end when Spock and the security team and everybody beams down, like there's a scene where there's the guys with the, you know, the security guards there and they're pushing guys up against the wall, security guards, as well as patients. And they're like, cause now they got to figure out. So my assumption always is they go in and they find Adams has basically died of, there's, there's one funny thing in that thing. Cause sp- power goes out, mm. Kirk, you know, yeah. kicks the one guy's ass, <laughs> yeah. punches the other guy, Dr. Adams leaves. But the only body that's in there later on is just Dr. Randoms. I don't know what happened to the other guy. The other guy, like, completely, like, not only his brain disintegrated, his whole body disintegrated. Like, what happened to the other guy? Because the other guy was in there, too. But we – ah, that guy, who cares? Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he got up and walked out.
2: <laughs> and And so, like, so I'm assuming that after that, that they had to go back and they kind of had to use – they had to, like, Van Gelder has to, like, basically do something – like to everybody to under make them understand like what had happened to them because mm. a lot of them were probably, especially the staff, probably were all subjected to the use of that machine.
1: I'd assume so. like I like the staff there's no way all of them would be okay with this. I think like, that's like even yeah. the
2: weird woman in the dress, like she's yeah. like just creepy as hell. She clearly has been put through that mm. machine or she's just creepy as hell. like I don't know like it's neat Kirk comes in in the last on the, the last scene on the bridge, and he's like, He's, like, moving real slow, and and McCoy and Spock are really concerned about him. And they're like, I can't believe that you could just die of loneliness. And uh, Kirk says, you can't sit in that chair. And they're looking at him like, oh, man, he's really – and he just gives them a smile, and they're like, okay, he's all right. He's still still the captain. And then they kind of – it wasn't like the typical episode where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) well, that was another fun episode (laughs) of Star Trek. Let's (laughs) move on. You know, let's not – you know, like, I I do like that. I do like – because sometimes there's some episodes like (laughs) – yeah. And then you know, then the ship flies <laughs> off and towards the planet or something. Yeah, Kirk, so.
1: Kirk was definitely traumatized yeah. by that. This one like kind of messed um, with him a little bit. So yeah, he didn't uh, he didn't really like that uh, um, experience. It,
2: so I know you on, on the other on the seven one six we go what murder yeah. right? <laughs> Kirk, Spock kills doesn't inadvertently. Causes this guy's death if you think about it. Yeah, the he turns a power back on. Yeah, and the guy's laying there. And I'm like, oh. He and he's like, ever. he was, he was. What do you mean, like he's dead? And you killed he was him. A, he was the best guy around. You know, what about all g- the people he and murdered? Doc, doc, what doc, murder? Doctor uh. Noel, She <laughs> kicks the guy into the. She knew what she was doing. Kirk yeah. just warned her. He's just like, touch the wrong wire and you'll die. Yeah. She kicks <laughs> the guy into the wire. She <laughs> yeah. kicks him into it. What murder? What murder? <laughs>
1: She's just like, all right, well, I don't know how to sur- switch this uh, this uh, power system off. I'll just kick this guy into
2: she it. She kicked him into it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, um,
1: oh, yeah. Can we
2: we got we? The, we the incredibly large air vents, like from Die Hard, that an entire person can climb through. Uh, Duct. I've air ducts, excuse me, like you know, Ducked. Like, it's <laughs> just like that. Yeah. He's
1: just he walks up to the air duct. He's like, Ducked.
2: Yeah, it's funny because he gets up like he's like moving in on her, and he's like just going to the vent, and then <laughs> he couldn't get it open. It's, it's just, she opens them by herself, but he's yeah. like, "Give me a hand." Like he's, he's got a carpet oh, tunnel, he can't get it open or something. So yeah, um, can we s- can we talk about this a little bit? Kirk met at the Christmas party.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, she's like uh, yeah, the, like that. That was the thing that like she. She did, right? He's like, okay, let's try something a little bit weirder this time. She's, and she just yeah. goes straight to, okay, you swept me off my feet. And you took went me t-
2: and took me back to my quarters, <laughs> and we went, boom, <laughs> boom, shigabow, bow. Like, yeah. they didn't do that, but, like, she clearly yeah. wanted that to happen because she's putting that story right. Like, that's yeah. the
1: way I read this. Yeah, she's just like, all right, so let's try this then. <laughs> it's like, no, you you couldn't be like, okay, so you have the desire to uh, dance on one foot. Yeah, no, right. she goes no, into she a straight, went right like, you to- remember, we just went to, to town in my quarters. <laughs> you <laughs> swept me off my feet. Because clearly they
2: had at the party and they danced and they had a good time. Yeah. And then Kirk, obviously, why I've always read it is that, like, he realized yeah. that he was going a little bit too far as captain of the ship, so he kind of cut it off. Yeah, maybe but clearly like, he was attracted to her. Oh yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, maybe he like kissed her or something like that. We better not do you this. Know.
2: let's know there's still Christmas in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we still have Christmas in the f- and Thanksgiving. <laughs> and Thanksgiving, we, so we've we confirmed two that. holidays. I
2: mean, it was pretty secular anyway. So, um, you
1: know. we didn't. We did not get a he's dead, Jim. Yeah. We almost got a he's dead, Jim. We got a he's dead, Captain.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. but not by McCoy. Yeah. Oh no, no, McCoy. he's. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yep. McCoy comes in. Right. He's like, he's dead, Captain. I was like, damn, we were that close to getting a he's dead, Jim. Yeah. Um. I, also no uh, double fist punching. No double fist punch. Or, or the last 10. episode. Did,
0: there is a there not really a double fist punch for a while.
2: No, there isn't for a while. They actually do it more in Deep Space Nine than they. Yeah. Should do. They, <laughs> they actually like have a lot. The stunt coordinator. I read a thing where the stunt coordinator just loved that. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so he just put it in, just kind of like the same, kind of like every movie has the Wilhelm scream, like wow like you know, no, people yeah, just use Star it because it's a thing. It's just things that like movie makers like mm-hmm. to do. So I think like the stunt coordinators like certain things that they just like to do yeah so you got anything else on this one i like this episode too i yeah. think this is a good episode No,
1: I, th- I thought it was a real solid like look at like what we thought of mental health in the 60s which apparently yep. we uh really liked hypnotism at the time um
2: <laughs> well we also i mean we do get a lot of because obviously kirk's on the planet for a lot of this we get a fair amount of spock mccoy banter in, that, in the in the ba- sick bay scene. And I, I always think that that's... I've said it before. I think Star Trek's at its best when those three characters are kind of at doing their, like... They're debating what we should be talking about. Like, I like that, that aspect of... I think that Star Trek does that yeah. very well.
1: Yeah, I definitely like the... Well, this is a deeply spiritual thing for my people. And uh, McCoy's just like, yeah, but... It. That's Jim Kirk down yeah, there. Just do it anyway. And somebody else. Yeah.
2: And one of my yeah. fellow doctors who I never give any work to. Yeah, who
1: we we never see again.
2: Right. I'm pretty uh, sure. <laughs> well she, she he'd probably transfer her. Yeah. You gotta go. I, I have a I have like a weird memory stuck in my head that you and I did it at the Christmas party yeah. so maybe you should go to the Farragut maybe you should transfer to yeah. it
1: maybe gym. you should transfer you're um...
2: gonna hopefully she wasn't on the uh, constellation because yeah. if she's on the constellation she's gonna die oh yeah because he Captain the Commodore Decker just beamed her down. That's so. what Kirk must do to his ex as girlfriends. You just like after the bunk the uh, <laughs> after that? they yeah. Marvin Gay and get they it on. Yeah. Marvin Gay it, you know. Yeah. It's like pretty much. So. <laughs> just like <laughs> okay. Christmas party. Now you got to leave. This is the one with, which planet added the rings. This is the planet where in the updated technical version uh, special, of special effects that has cool rings.
1: That was this one. That was this one. Yeah. I, I did
2: cuz I I in my mind I still have the original VHS like tapes like the crappy special yeah. effects <laughs> where half of the earth were just basically just, you know, like, you know, like a ball yeah. that they painted and play ball. ball. And although sometimes they would take, um, like images of the earth and just blur them and colorize <laughs> them just for fun because they had them, which was kind of bizarre. But, but now we, are we going right into this next step? we got time, right? Oh.
0: Uh, you're at 55 minutes.
2: Well, we can knock off Mary quick yeah, because it's not. Yeah, quick.
1: it's, it's okay. So Mary, um,
2: Yes, we pull up on Earth. Like it's Earth.
1: We just go to Earth. We just go
2: to other Earth.
1: Yeah, they're just like, oh, this looks like Earth. And they're just like, it's got "Eh, the same
2: constellations yeah it's like i think this happens a couple times actually
1: yeah they're like oh this looks exactly like earth and it is exactly like earth and, and it actually looks just
2: like hollywood studios let's beam down to the warner brothers let's lot warner's the back lot of warner brothers <laughs> yeah. and just put some <laughs> old cars on the street yeah, <laughs> crazy enough it what's looks What's the ig- video game that's coming up That's like uh what's the video game that's like 1950s fallout fallout it's like yeah. fallout yeah
1: well it, it really is <laughs> like it, so, basically, they get down there, and there's some kids there. Do oh, you want to read the, oh, description sure, I'll read really the quick? I'll mean, read the, syn- the synopsis. Synopsis.
2: Synopsis. Read
1: the synopsis. The, oh, yeah, they did send a uh, distress call. Uh, the Enterprise responds to Oh-ho! a distress call discovered to be from a Class M planet virtually identical to Earth. Indigenous humanoid inhabitants to, determined to be nearly all dead found to be victims of a disastrous research project whose goal, ironically, Mm -hmm. was to prolong life. Investigation reveals the only survivors of the group are children, who are discovered to be aging at a rate equivalent to one month every century of real time. A native child, a young woman named Miri, provides information from which Enterprise personnel determine that these children die upon reaching puberty. The enterprise landing party infected with the same disease is quarantined on planet's surface until a viable antitoxin can be developed by Doctor N- Leonard Nicoy. Wow, well, <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> <Lemons laughs> McCoy, Lemon McCoy, Lemon, Lemons McCoy, Nicknoy. Um, yes. Yeah, so
2: there's just so much wrong with this. I have so Leimard's many. Nikmoy. I have so many questions yeah. about this. Like, just this is a stupid distress signal. Yeah, so but, they didn't have space travel. Because it's nineteen whatever Earth.
1: Yeah, nineteen sixties maybe, fifties maybe. So 50s where, maybe. What are
2: they distressing into? Who? I, I see. And,
1: just... and
2: they just and it's in this small town. <laughs> this isn't like you know Atlanta where, where it's the CDC. This is literally just the backlots. There's a little lab in like a storefront. There's a diner next door and a card shop across the street. And then there's the the the, the lab that destroyed humanity.
1: Yep. Yeah, we, we're just in a little, like, seemingly western t- <laughs> t- town, right? It's uh, like Marty
2: McFly. I'm expecting yeah. <laughs> Marty McFly to row up and like with his dad and his mom. Yeah. Like, we're going to the dance.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> they, they, they arrive, and they immediately get attacked by this guy who's yes. just like, that's mine, that's mine. No, wait, no. You broke he said, my tricycle. You broke it. You broke it. He's he just, like, panicking,
0: and then he just dies. And yeah. they're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> Oh, isn't he, he's like he's all, like, deformed and stuff, too. Right? Yeah, because yes,
2: obviously he was a teenager, and yeah. then he hit puberty, and then within once he hit puberty, then it accelerates completely, and he just immediately gets all the... This yeah. episode
0: kind of very, very slightly reminds me of, like, Children of the Corn, yeah. or Children of the Corn, but also, yeah. like...
1: I don't even know if "Children of the Corn" had even been written yet. No, I don't. Definitely, definitely not. But this is very <laughs> well, similar, very like Lord in of the, the cult, flies, like yeah. they're yeah. Like, uh-huh. if you uh-huh. put a bunch Cult-y. of
2: g- kids on a planet, yeah. like what would happen, and they're apparently just like bonk, bonk on the head, everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, parents- I, I have So many qu- the things that brought me crazy, like so the the fact that like the clothing, like I don't you can you could you wear the, the same clothes when they just disintegrate over yeah. three hundred years? I mean, how is 100%. there still food? I know the food's (laughs) running out. It just, now it's running out. Are these guys farming? Like, what are they eating? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, apparently,
1: the disease did a lot of damage to the ecology of the planet as well, somehow. Yeah, but um, not
2: the apple trees. The yeah. apple trees are fine. Oh,
1: the, the grumps. The grumps the, yeah, are the all grumps. gone. <laughs> grumps. I was like,
2: the time understand. is too long. I can if understand. it would have been, like, a, been yeah. like 50 years, yeah. oh, okay, maybe yeah. there's like there, like It's like I have the same problems like Walking Dead. Like, what do you mean? Like, you can't... I don't... Like, there's just stuff that's always around. Like, yeah. gas doesn't last that long. Yeah. Like, your lawnmower, you try to restart your lawnmower a year after using the same gas? No. Your lawnmower's not going to yeah. work.
1: Well, at, at least they didn't try to get in any cars. Yeah. You yeah. know what's
2: wrong with it? Ain't got no gas in yeah. it. So,
1: my, my chief problem with this episode is, like, it, it just it, they just don't understand how psychology works. Right. Like, yeah, there's certain physiological changes when you grow up right there there are certain like biological changes in your brain that happen after puberty and then again after you hit 25 the the thing is like that's only like a third of the equation like two-thirds of maturity is your life experiences these these kids kids quote-unquote are in hundreds of years old at least right and they're like just acting like literal children like like they're just like yeah we've just been the exact same for the past 700 years you know it's like what do you mean how are you like like still a five acting like a five-year-old when you're 500 years old well and the other thing (laughs) that
0: aren't they only like 200 300 years in the future from like today
1: well, I assume the planet must be a little bit further in the, ba- in the past like than my, us. My
2: assumption is, is that that Earth, if you think of the 200-whatever years, mm. that Earth is literally paralleling our Earth right now. Mm. So what happened to that planet w- happened in the 1960s at the same time. Mm. And then you fast-forward. like In other words, these two planets, our planet, our planet Earth, and that planet, Earth 2, are literally on the exact same timeline.
1: So, they're, they're so just, like is it it,
2: should, they should—they should have just alternate universeed.
1: Yeah, they should have alternate universeed, or not even alternate. Un- just make it a
0: different planet. Just right. aliens. Right. They're right. just aliens. But
2: then they couldn't use Backstreet Warner Brothers yeah. like And also, they have,
0: like the—they could have though. They literally could have Vincent yeah. said the something like, "The kids weren't—they
2: happen to have football helmets, and that yeah. you know, I like the yeah." Kids they they the could have just said and, they could have
0: just said like, "Hey, you yeah. know, we saw Planet Earth at one point, and we we're like, we like your style." Well, they, they do so that. They do that. They
2: explain that with some other episodes, which is a better way of doing it. But then they do the one with the Nazis like down the road where they talk about the theory of oh, yeah. planet development, but at least they try to sci-fi it like yada yada that there's a there's a theory of similar planet evolution that's been that's been talked about in um, like Miners Planet or whatever it's called. Like there's a thing in Star Trek where they have the concept that. And they do explain eventually in Star Trek why all the humanoids basically look alike. Yeah. They do eventually in Next Generation get to that, why everybody basically has arms and legs. Yeah, it, and can the,
1: breed with each other. Right. Which is a big one. Right.
2: You know. <laughs> Although in, in, in legend in, in, – not in legend, Star Wars. <laughs> in jo- I just turned into in, Jordan King. Oh, God. Um, in in legend. In, in, in canon of Star Trek, it's pretty well uh, discussed in one of the books that when uh, Sarek and Amanda had Spock, that it did not go well. That it was very, very, very difficult because no Vulcan and human had ever made it before. So Spock is the first, supposedly, at least in canon, um, that they never had this before. And then there, and the medical, there were a lot of medical challenges that Spock almost died, and like, mm-hmm. Amanda almost died, and it wasn't an easy birth by any stretch of the imagination. So that, that it wasn't just like, ah, oh, like some races, it's like, oh, she's half Betazoid, or whatever mm-hmm. it is like, and there's just no problems at all. But they always kind of made it that it was, um, you know, like that type of stuff. But I, but even obviously, you know, Klingons that are, like I think like Worf's son Alexander, son Alexander is, his mother is...
1: He's three-quarters Klingon, yeah, his mother she's she's is half human human she was um it's sorry. also mentioned in uh ds9 that um jedzia was taking or maybe it was both warf and jedzia were taking medications to make uh so children possible could, yeah, right right um so clearly there's some barrier there but right. like considering they're on like realistically without that explanation of the right. ancient ones that it just shouldn't be possible right as spock says my ancestors evolved in a very different pond right. than yours I, um
2: right i what i there are some moments in this episode that i find tolerable i okay. like um some of the interactions with spock where like spock realizes he's a carrier so he can't go back to the ship either mm-hmm. so even though he's not affected he can't go back because he'll make everybody else sick. Doesn't so, he? And he wants goes, and I do want to go back to the ship. Like he's like I he he's not affected, but he's a carrier.
1: Yeah. Although I think it's I think his lack of should, um being affected is most most. Wait, did, was he there? Or was he on
2: the? No, he's there because oh, yeah. remember he's helping with the research and everything. And then I like that you know like they're all getting on each other's nerves plus they're yeah, starting is, to be affected by the disease cuz they have been there it seems like they've been there for about at least a week or two like they they've been on this planet i think they have 7 days from when they lose the compute when they lose when the guys steal their communicators um which that kid does not look like he's... Like, that kid looks like he's 25. <laughs> like, the guy, me, we, The guy who's, like, in charge with yeah. the, Like, I feel like, like with the army jacket, like... One of the older kids. Yeah, like, he, that kid is not a teenager. Like, that kid is... That's also just, why he says... Reminds me like, of children of the like corny. Like, 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 like... He's like Marty like McFly. Like he's like, 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 not not like Michael no J. Matt Fox. Guy. He's, like, way too old to be a teenager. Um, but I do like that. I like some of the... Like, when they're getting on each other's nerves a little bit. And I like... I do like the human ran stuff. You get, you know, like that type of stuff, and that leads to why Mary kind of betrays them all. And mm-hmm. I, and what I do like is that, like, when they finally get the, the whatever, the thing they want to try, and they don't want to mm-hmm. test without the computers. But McCoy just says, "Fuck it!" Like, yeah. we're all gonna die if I don't do this. He's like,
1: he's, he injects himself. He's like, Spock, <laughs>
2: Spock. He's <laughs> like, What was I
1: thinking? And, and Spock comes in. He's like, I, I don't even remember. He says something. He's like. She's like, "What did you do? Or what? What is you know, he He's out. He yeah. passes out. I thought he said something. To him, I, like, I think when He, you know, he in. comes
2: running in, and he's just laying there. And Spock just checks his vitals, and there's a security guard with him. And and he's like, and he's like hypo, and he's like empty. And then oh, I yeah. don't. And I think at that point, Kirk comes in with carrying his daughter. Yeah. Because that's his daughter.
1: Oh, what?
2: That's his daughter.
1: That's <laughs> William. William Shander's Shander's daughter? daughter.
2: Yeah, like the girl that he's carrying is his daughter. That's just they, they, oh. they, Some of the actors were just a lot of the actors in that scene. A lot of the little oh. kids were just you know cruise kids. I don't, some of them, the ones with lines, got dialed, yeah. got paid. But the other ones, I think, were just extras. So I think William Shat that the one that Shatner's carrying is actually his daughter. Oh, that's cute.
1: Yeah, <laughs> save some money that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, um.
2: I didn't know that until just a couple of years ago. I saw that it was one of those, do one of those. Did you know yeah. things on on the social it, media?
1: It was. It was just so. I, I get what they were going for, but it was just so uncomfortable when, like, uh, Miri was just constantly just, like... She, she had a huge crush on Kirk, and it was just, like... I was like, oh, let's stop that.
2: <laughs> Miri, just go wash some test tubes yeah. and sharpen some more pencils for me. Yeah. How many pencils do you need, man? So And
1: geez, that, that ends up being a central, like, plot point to the episode because Miri gets jealous of the fact that, like... um yeoman rand is like <clears throat> like seeking comfort from kirk and right. she's just like oh and then she goes runs to the kids and is like yeah i'm betraying them and it's it's just kind of like and i guess we should probably address bonk too bonk because, bonk because uh kirk goes in there to get his communicators and all the kids are there and it, they're just like what, what was it ha 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 nah, no nah, no oh yeah 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 nya. it's like and you you said early no no yeah nah. no no they go
2: blah blah oh yeah and he goes, no. no blah 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> there won't yeah. be there won't be nothing yeah. <laughs> this food's all gone you jerks ate it yeah. <laughs> y'all haven't done homework in 300 years
1: yeah they just beat the shit out of them, and and hit them with, like bonk yeah. bonk
2: on the head Are you the mayor and the police chief? I got two jobs, that one little kid. I got two two jobs. jobs. (laughs) And I got a New York accent, even though I'm in Middle West America.
0: Uh, But I'm not. I'm on another (laughs) planet.
2: But his shirt's stupid. His shirt. I, that, maybe that was. Maybe that was. I don't know. That shirt just, kind of like. That is that a 60s shirt? His shirt, shirt is, is that stupid. Shirt? That's the only one that they didn't like. That they made. Everything else was just like from the Salvation Army. <laughs> but except for that kid's shirt. Like, I don't know. Like I don't know. I just. I the, the things like that episode drive me crazy. Like, you know. There's a couple. I forget what it was because there's one of the signs in one of the stores someone identified a couple years ago and and like screenshotted it and they realized like from another movie that it was from like the like the people who you know like who recognize well this was used in that set and this was used in that and obviously that set's been used for uh, hundreds of things cuz it's sometimes the sometimes it's a western thing sometimes it's small town america you know like they yeah. just like do they just put dirt down <laughs> like no sir from a technical question right. like cuz that street looked like it was just covered in dirt but sometimes that's just pavement. So they like have. Do you think they had like crews that would just come and like put dirt down on? The oh road? yeah, that's a yeah. real thing. And do they just pick it back up and just?
0: Yeah, they do that. I mean, they do that with. Um, they do that with like snow all the time they'll shoot it they'll shoot a christmas movie in like springtime and they'll just have a crew that comes in and blows snow all over the ground and is then it lets it like mild.
2: what is it is it like fake white stuff? Uh, sometimes it's like
0: snow? a it's like a chemical thing where you can like blow it out of a leaf blower and it literally just comes out like foam and oh, then it's it's just like it water and it, it lasts wow. long enough and then you just leave it for a couple of days or you throw water on it and it melts I mean, or I do. I, they, I do. So they I, have a I, whole like landscaping and greens yeah. crews that just come in and just do that, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing for that they probably
1: had to bring in like a dump truck or something, and then just have people probably. Bring it and out. they probably just had a
0: bunch of greenery people just yeah. spreading it all over the place.
2: I appreciate that stuff. I mean, I do. I do like that part of filmmaking, like sets that get used over and over again. I'm like, I'm fascinated by sets that get, you know, like. And I know that there was, there was at one point the Warner Brothers sets. The, those sets were all destroyed. And think about it now, like, if those sets were still around, like, that would be a much more Mm -hmm. interesting tour than the fake stuff that they built. Like, I would love to, you know, like, I always thought it was kind of crazy that they just tore apart, like, the Star Wars sets and stuff. Like, where they, you know, once they knew the movie was popular, like, you'd think that they would have kept those and put those on display or something somewhere that we Mm -hmm. could see them. You know, I'd love that, you know.
1: Yeah, it's too bad, like, they, you know, a lot of that stuff just didn't survive.
2: Well, like, even, like, when they were doing Picard Season 3, they have to recreate the Enterprise bridge set and it, most of it was gone hmm. um, including that big huge wooden thing that goes behind Captain Picard's thing like they had to remake that and that was a really complicated piece of wood because in Star Trek lore wood like that in the future is very is, there's not a lot of wood like mm-hmm. like they just don't use it for that type of stuff anymore so like that's why when you see wood like on the Enterprise bridge and on Picard's desk like that's about it everything else is some kind of like re, you know yeah you recycled reused material manufi- like a, a fake material where rarely do they use real wood and stuff like that anymore in the future they have other things that they use instead which is kind of an interesting like i like that lore that in the future you're going to have more of that you know
1: yeah yeah i i, I, I that's such a beautiful set on uh, the next generation yeah. like it's just such a beautiful set yeah <laughs> like i i'm I like it what's of, your favorite
2: what is your favorite bridge?
1: um probably you know, I have a lot of emotional attachment to uh to the defiant, but like the the next generation bridge is just gorgeous right. like it's it and you you can see like as as a ship it's just these are these are to scale right they it's just a big ship right. Like, like the most advanced ship in the fleet until uh, the Sovereign class, I guess. Yeah.
2: The
0: the next generation one is like very, um, I don't know, luxurious. It has that like cream color, and there's a lot yeah. of like leather on the seats and that kind of stuff. It's almost like a luxury vehicle. I yeah. think
2: like, they were. I know that when they did when they did um, production design work, that they really wanted to make. The next generation enterprise seem much, much, so much more advanced. So that's why everything's so much bigger. People's quarters are like bigger than most Mm. people's apartments. Where, like on the original series, like you were in, like you had a bed and you had a little room. And if you were an officer, you had like maybe a desk too. Like and and obviously your shower that we never saw you take but that was it like and so they're like well in the future our ships are going to be bigger because power consumption is it's no different than navy vessels that mm-hmm. nowadays like they're bigger they're more powerful and i and they also wanted to show that this is not a ship of war they're not constantly worrying about being destroyed because the universe is more colonized or whatever it's not colonized it's more It's Um, just more at peace. It's more established. Yeah,
1: established. You know,
2: where in Kirk's generation of time, it's that cowboy diplomacy, so to speak. So I do like that they understood within their canon that was a design choice to make that enterprise seem much more like a big luxury. There's families on it and all that stuff. So I kind of like that, that that they do that, where the Defiant, they almost, they purposely go out of the way there's like, the quarters are tiny, like Mm -hmm. everybody's sharing a room. The bridge is real tight. Um, you know, I do like that they recognize that the types of ships that they build and design.
1: Yeah. I, I also do like the design of Voyager's bridge as well. Okay. So it it it's sleek, you know. Like I
2: can't stand there's like too many ch- steps and up and down. And there is a lot of that. You got to go over here like it doesn't seem very handicap accessible to me. No. So, like if you sorry, if you got a wheelchair, you just can't be on no. this crew. Like you no, just you're, you're not going in You got to get fake legs, gotta sorry. If you got to get the, the fake or learn to fly like yeah. that one episode of deep of uh, deep Space Nine where the girl can like yeah.
1: do go into 0g. 0g stuff. Yeah.
2: So. I, don't, I I like I yeah, I think I love the set design of Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. because I love that they went and they were able to just completely throw out everything they had done before.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about not handicap accessible? Like, yeah, <laughs> like they make fun. They, they the ship is the Cardassian design is yeah. just
2: awful. Like, yeah. and they purposely went out of the way to make it like the beds are uncomfortable, the rooms yeah. are. St- but they, in a weird way though, they they make it really. It, 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 it's still there's a look to it. I love like I love the promenade in Deep Space Nine. I love. I love I love Cisco's office on Deep Space Nine. I think it's just so friggin' cool. Like so, um, but I I, I I really do like the Next Generation bridge. I think yeah. of the bridges. Next Generation's bridge probably my favorite as well. Yeah,
1: the just the budget and everything else that went into it. I hated
2: what they did to it for generations. Oh, when it you know, was on added, the side? Su- where they added like panels. They added like a qu- they added like if you see Next Ge- the Generation's movie, which is the original series, Next Generation crossover movie. They they changed the set for hmm. the movie they actually on the sides where the ramps are mm-hmm. there's like more there's additional workers over there hmm. i don't know what they're doing but there's like more panels they and then so like it's oh yeah yeah those and are they reference they reference the change of the bridge in and picard that when when they reference what that that when they when they if you get to picard if i don't know if you guys watch picard but when you get to picard they they talk about why the the bridge got changed yeah. like they they fix it in canon which i was like when stuff
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i I was trying with picard i just couldn't it's 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 good but it's not it's season are you in um season two i think season
2: three is really good if you like next generation you'll like season three especially the second half of the second four or five episodes are really i liked it because i just i think like some of the characters they brought in like rios and stuff are really good so All all right we probably did more than we should have but
1: yeah well, we did three episodes. It's not actually terrible at What's next? So uh, now I will do some housekeeping while we look up what the next episodes are. Um, there I don't know if
2: I trust this book.
1: wasn't any feedback this week on these episodes, but uh, if you want to give feedback on the uh, next episodes we cover, that's going to be Double Fist Punch Podcast at yahoo.com. You can send in any comments on those episodes or previous episodes, and we'll read them out on air if. You know, we didn't cover the topic already. Um. Ooh,
2: according to this, the next one's Corbinite Maneuver.
1: Yeah, the Corbinite Maneuver is really good. Then the
2: Menagerie and then Conscience of the King. So I'm wondering if we should just maybe not do Corbinite. Maybe we should do the Menagerie.
1: Just do the Menagerie and then... Slash
2: the Cage. Kind of just that's that's a cool episode. I think by itself there's so much lore with that. And
1: then on the episode after that, the Corbinite Corbinite and and Conscious Conscious. of the King.
2: Corbinite Maneuver is one of my favorite episodes.
1: Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love that episode. Um, Yeah, so so but next week is going to be or next next time. Next time, yeah. Next time
2: on Double Fist Punch Punch Podcast podcast,
1: we cover the menagerie. The Enterprise And the Cage. By proxy, I guess.
2: People with big heads. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and popping veins. I like and
1: those costumes. Veins. I like those costumes a lot. Yeah. I, do, I do like <laughs> that.
2: I mean, pop- that's that. Those are pool prosthetics for 1960s. So, okay.
1: All right. So, with that said, I want to thank everybody for listening or watching, and we'll catch you next time. And remember, learn to fight well.